day four, you know, so we're just working through the first phase here of the padded practices. Um, you know, it's important we get out here and, and get a lot of good work done like we did yesterday. And, you know, behind the scenes, you know, we just keep working with the players so that they, they embrace getting the proper sleep, proper rest, eating proper meals, and then hydrating properly so that once the practice is over, their thoughts go immediately to recovery. So those are the three components of, of making sure they can come out the next day and train and increase their workload. So uh, that's what we're going through. I'm assuming the 31 other teams are doing the same thing. And um, we're just looking forward to day two in pads. So I'll take your questions. You have these three straight days in pads now. Do they, do they get ramped up or are they even or they go downhill? Well, there's certain things we want to get done. You saw yesterday we embraced uh, the red zone. We did, you know, our first seven on seven in the red zone. So, you know, you're, we're working situational football. Um, you guys aren't privy to the scripts. You know, one of our team periods was all first downs. So, you know, we're always teaching situational football. So every segment of plays or group of things that we're doing um, speaks to a part of our game. And so over the next couple of days, we'll try to hit all those areas. You, uh, you're selling a new offense and defense. Do you expect one to be ahead of the other based on like where you, you know, your experience from no. you know, when you've done this in the past? Does it take longer on offense or defense? No, I'm expecting it to be very uh, competitive. Uh, I'm expecting the offense to execute well, and I'm expecting the defense to do the same and expect the offense to do things to score points and the defense to um, keep them out of the end zone. And so along the way, those are the things we're, we're, we're working on. And you'll see out there, I mean, it's easy to do the math. Every once in a while, you'll say, well, this guy gave up this or this guy gave. But it's a competitive situation. We're all out there getting better. Um, sometimes the mistakes that show up in practice are very important. Uh, if it weren't important, then you wouldn't practice because when a, a mistake occurs, what typically happens, at least our mindset, is first the player admits he made a mistake, then he gets with his coach or whoever, uh, they discuss how they're going to fix it. They go about fixing it and they move on to the next play and hopefully not make that mistake again. So that's why as we're out there competing, as long as we're all about the ball and negotiating the ground and staying off the ground and, and, and doing all and being a good teammate, we can practice any phase of our game and, and get through those mistakes. You talked about how you like to move your receivers around. What are the benefits of Burrowdell when he's in the slot? Well, any receiver, I think, you know, from a D, anytime the defense can predict exactly where you're going to be all the time, if you're an offense that only runs one protection, you're, you're going to get nailed, you know, or if the receiver's only in one spot all the time, it's, it's easier, you know, that player's easier to defend. So I think I'm speaking to the obvious. If you move them around, you know, hopefully they got to at least have some meetings and decide how they want to cover them. Coach, you're I'm tight in position from an extension to the offensive line to uh, a factor in a running game to being valuable as a reversal option in the passing game. How important is the position overall and how important is that position to this offense? You answered the question better than I could. You know, I, I think, and I'm, I was trying to be funny there. I, I think, <laughs> I think um, it's a critical position because, you know, that's the one, other than the quarterback, that's the one connection to the run game. Uh, to the passing game and then obviously the protection game. So those players need to be efficient. 
as we know, tight ends, you know, they have a redeeming quality. You know, you can look, in fact, I would encourage you to do this. Go through the league and, and just take all the tight ends. And what's his redeeming quality? Is he a pass receiver? Is he more of a blocker? Is he a guy that can do both and play on all three downs? Hopefully, you have a good guy in your roster that can be all those things. That's why I think it takes a village at tight end, and we got to just use them uh, strategically to get the best out of their skill set. Pat, yesterday, um, um, it looked like Lorenzo Carter got some pressure up the middle. Um, is that something? Um, yeah, it was a twist stunt. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, is that, you know, you, you kind of think of him as an outside, you know, big, long edge guy. I mean, is he, can he do both? I mean, how important is that for him? Yeah, I mean, he's working through it. I, I think he has, you know, one of his redeeming qualities. We're down that road right now. So one of his redeeming qualities is he's an excellent edge player. And, but you also have to be able to work in conjunction with line stunts. And, and so those are things that we're trying to get out of him. He's a big athlete that's very long, and um, he's just working through it. And but did, bring, he, did bringing Connor Barwin in um, say anything about Carter in the same position? No, no. Actually, uh, we brought him in to, also, to try to help Carter as well. You know, um, Connor Barwin's got some good rushes left in him. I think you saw that yesterday. He's a very veteran player. And along the way, these veteran players help rookies. And so, no, I, I don't think you can have too many edge players. I, I really don't. Um, because at some point, we're rushing four, they're dropping back and throwing, and we got to be able to get pressure, and we got to be able to cover. Coach, understanding that, uh, understanding that you don't really get to truly evaluate offensive linemen until the pads come on, what have you seen from Flowers so far, and what do you think of the depth second teamers at yeah. offensive tackle. Yeah, I think uh, I think Eric had a good day yesterday. Um, I think he he got comfortable through the back end of the OTAs at right tackle. Um, he's been competing real well in both the run and the passing game. And um, I think he's had I think he had a good day yesterday. Are you comfortable with the And then the backups, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think when we put the second group in there, I think they're they're very competitive guys and you know, the backups, we've got a mixture of experience and youth. And so as we go through the, the whole idea of training for the preseason games is then to see them do it in game action. And so, um, yeah, I'm hopeful that, that we're going to get a couple good players out of that backup group. Pat, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that, uh, I'm guessing Dante Dion was not a player you knew a lot about when you got here. Uh, what, what has he shown you, I guess, since, uh, yeah. Well, he's one of those guys that um, he's done a good job. You know, he's, we, you've seen him most, mostly in the slot covering. I mean, he's got good cover skills. Um, he must have felt like he'd done some lifting this summer. He, like, uncovered his arms yesterday. So I was giving him some grief about that. Um, but, no, he's got very good cover skills. He's very competitive. He has a knack for getting his hand on the ball. You know, you've seen him be a little bit disruptive on some throws and actually get a couple interceptions. So... I would say that's that's pretty much what he is at this point. One more. Pat, One more. What, what have you seen from your defensive line? You've got a couple of young guys there, Tomlinson, second year, um, B.J. Hill, you've been rotating in there. What, what have right. they shown you so far? Well, I, you know, it's still early. And again, yesterday being the first day, I think they, they were a little bit disruptive at times. Um, but no, B.J. Hill is coming coming really fast. And then Tomlinson, I, I, I think he's, Dalvin is, is a really good player. Um, so I'm getting used to them. You know, and then now you see them in there with pads on. I'm getting a, a quicker, better feel 
for you know how we're going to rotate those guys in there. One more. Uh, yeah, John Jerry left practice yesterday. He had an upset stomach, and um, so we got him checked out. He'll be out there today. He's fine. Okay. Uh, just Sterling, Sterling Shepard looked like he had the kind of a foot thing going on. Or? He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine.